You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 256. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. So let's talk about planning because it's October. Well, it's almost November. I come to you with a just-eaten Halloween candy. (laughs) At the end of the day, uh, happy Halloween if you celebrate spooky, cute, cute. I love cute Halloween. And this is the time of year when I like to start thinking about next year. But as you know, I wasn't always that kind of person, meaning that kind of planning person. Definitely not that kind of planning artist, but now I'm obsessed with planning because I realize how important it is for peace, for peace in your life, for clarity, for more freedom. You see, I had it all backwards. I thought that planning restricted spontaneity and thereby restricted freedom. And since freedom is one of my highest values, who wants that? (laughs) Not me. But I was mistaken, as I just shared, and I realized that planning is invaluable. I also realized that planning is a skill to be learned and to be practiced. And there are 50 million, maybe, maybe that's an exaggeration, uh, planning methodologies, books, and planners. There are so many tools from digital to paper. And today I wanted to share with you, well, I wanted to tell you, if you don't know, I am finally creating my, what I'm calling my creative planner. It's basically going to be the planner I want, just as I want it. And I thought that I would share with you today some of my, after studying many planners over many years, some of my non-negotiables when it comes to a paper planner, and also share with you a couple of my go-to favorite digital planning tools as well, and ask you to let me know as I'm in the middle of creating this planner right now with you in mind as well, what are your favorite features? I sent an email back a few weeks ago. I really appreciate you who took a moment to let me know your favorite features, and you might also be asking So paper or digital, right? And if I haven't shared this story with you before, when I worked for my boss, Marty, as an assistant, 
she's an interior designer and I was, I was actually, I think one of her first employees and then part-time, I started part-time and then I became full-time and I started as her assistant. And then my very ambitious self wanted to start designing right away. And then long story short, ended up moving to Boulder, Colorado, realizing I really need to be an entrepreneur. And she's one of the last people I actually ever worked for. But what Marty introduced me to was the value of the planner. And uh, on a side note, my shoulder still feels, my left shoulder still feels the value of the planner because I used to carry this book. I cannot think of the name of the company that made these books, but it was like a large book that I would carry around with me and make notes on everything that was happening that week, all of the tasks, all of the notes when we would go visit clients. Basically, that book was my everything. And this is long before iPhones. This is not long before computers, but really the beginning of when we started using the internet, using computers. I can't believe I'm even saying that out loud. (laughs) Was that even a time? Because I hardly remember And as soon as technology got going, you know, I, I kind of put pen and paper off to the side. I'm like, I don't, there's no need for this. And certainly my shoulder doesn't need me carrying this beast of a book around with me to every single appointment that we had. Now, granted, I think I carried the beast of the book around for the entire time that I worked for her and then let it go once I started developing my own e-commerce company, which was my first entrepreneurial venture when I moved to Boulder, Colorado. I'm trying to think if I kept notes then. I'm sure I did. I'm always a pen and paper. I'm always a pen and paper kind of girl in terms of just also being an artist. As much as I love the iPad and the possibility in the the iPencil or the Apple Pencil and the option to digitally create, I still really need art supplies. I just need them. And the same thing happened to me with planning is that I realized the digital just wasn't cutting it. So then you say to me, I'm sure you're saying this to me, so you mean you use digital and paper, to which I say, yes, I do use digital and paper planning. And now that I have a team of people helping me, I also have project management software we're going to be adding on. And, you know, life is rather complex sometimes, which means that the requirement for more simplicity in the tools that I do use, the bar has been raised on that. So let me circle back quickly before I talk to you about my favorite paper planner non-negotiables, the characteristics in planners that I have come to love the most. Let me talk to you around how Marty inspired me to use this book. First of all, it's just the notion. I know we can't do this as easily today. It's the notion of everything in one place and having it with you wherever you go, meaning that any idea, any appointment, any notes, any anything worth noting, I was able to put it in this book. 
and I learned the value of having it in the book. And in fact, her whole philosophy was if it's not in the book, it's not happening. <laughs> so all of her appointments needed to be in that book. She had her own and I had my own. We did not have the capabilities of digital tools where we could just enter it in one place and both have it. So I think I reported to her and then she added it in her book or vice versa. She was probably adding it in her book and telling me about it. But then I was keeping this whole separate book on her behalf of just keeping her on track for the week and notes. And actually, as I think about it, you know, it's just always a process, right? We were trying to figure out at that time the most efficient way that two people can communicate so that one always knew what she needed to do and the other one was supporting her in figuring out what she needed to do. And we did okay. We did pretty, we did pretty well. And that is when I officially learned the value of having a place and somewhat of a system to keep yourself, your brain, and or your employer organized to a degree that feels less overwhelming, right? Because it kind of can always feel overwhelming if we let it. And one way to curb that is a, to begin working on our mindset, which is a different podcast, and B, just simply writing things down or typing them. However, this is the point where I want to share with you that science shows that when you write, you like physically use your hand with a writing instrument and put it on paper, although you could, you could most definitely also use your Apple Pencil. And there are even uh, sheets or like a vellum that you cover your screen with that has the sensation as if you are writing on paper. But I imagine it's a similar effect when basically physically with your hand, you are using a tool and writing your notes and that it helps to solidify this in the brain. And this can also help those of us. I don't know. I have not been diagnosed with this, but I definitely have some focus issues. I'm trying to figure out exactly what those are and, and where they started or if it's also just part of the creative spirit. But we're coming to find a lot of women entrepreneurs and artists in general also have a form of ADD or ADHD. And this information comes from one of my mentors who falls into that category, who says it's the only way that it helps her stay focused is by actually writing things down, not typing them, not housing them digitally. With that said, digital tools are amazing, especially because they are in our phone. Many of them work on both computer and phone. And the very cool thing about phone, especially for someone like me who also prefers overwriting to verbally process and just speak to things, is that you can press that little microphone button. I forget this so often. I don't know why. It's just a habit. I forget to just push it on and speak my emails perhaps or any notes I have into the phone, which is even quicker. But there is something for me 
that I find peace and calm in when I'm away from digital products. I'm sitting in a comfy location outside in the garden, comfy chair. We just had a beautiful fall rainy day in Los Angeles, like snuggle up with a blanket kind of day and a cup of tea and using I'm a color girl, so I love to use all kinds of gel pens. My favorite are the Jelly Roll. My favorite markers are the Tombow markers, T-O-M-B-O-W. I've, I've narrowed it down to those two. I also like my Micron little black ink pens. And this is a bonus, my favorite supplies. And then wait, I'm pulling it out right now. The Uniball, the Pilot 07, or even a little bit of a thicker, is it called the nib of the pen point? I have to find just the right sweet spot. So you might say, does all this matter? Yes, it does. And I imagine if you are like me, it matters to you too. I love to indulge in planning and it feels like it used to feel like a luxury and now it is becoming a weekly habit. I am proud to say it is becoming a habit, one I want to keep, where I'm able to have a a certain kind of a system that I'm always refining where I'm able to go through my week, plan it, and then how I write, how the pen feels when it touches the paper All of this matters in the experience of enjoying the planning process because let's be honest, sometimes there are things on our to-do list that we don't feel like doing and it makes it a whole lot better when those things are written in pink. It just does. And it can be a whole myriad of reasons we don't want to do it, right? Maybe we're just afraid. Maybe we have a health appointment that's intimidating for us. Maybe we have something in our business that we're scared to do. Maybe we have a bill coming up and maybe that's intimidating us. There can be commitments that we've chosen to keep that maybe we aren't really 100% into. I mean, a lot comes to the surface when we're planning. And so it's easier said than done, right? Just like map out your life and map out your plan. If you're really giving a lot of thought to this process, you know me, I don't really do small talk. It's there's there's uh, some exploration that happens. And so I find that it's just extra enjoyable to add color coding and highlighters. And I just uh, discovered the Paquetto P.O. K-E-T-O. I just discovered their highlighters that I really like, and they have two sizes, a thicker and a thinner side, and the colors are super fab. In fact, I love a lot of their writing supplies and their planners as well. They have a great collection, but all of it matters. Having a pretty planner These little details can make all the difference in how much you enjoy doing the fun and the maybe a little bit intimidating parts of mapping out your future, your week, your day. Because I think it's fair to say that most people are trying to, most 
ambitious people, people growing a business for sure, artists who are trying to balance the creative side of their brain, the right and left sides of their brain are really trying to find better solutions of maybe not feeling like a hamster on a hamster wheel much of the time. And when I started taking this journey seriously, when I finally just reached this point where I'm like, why am I feeling this way all the time? And how can I be better at this? And then it's been a whole evolution down to me creating the Artful Selling course that I'm opening the doors to in January and really realizing that, wow, so much of a successful art business has to do with how good a planner you are to really allow yourself that free space for inspiration and the creative muse to flow. I had enough of this to get me going, but it ultimately almost, you know, it almost collapsed in on me my lack of my lack of planning and preparation simply because I didn't know better and because I was stubborn and I resisted the concept of it. But now fast forward to, it's one of my favorite times of the week, usually on Sunday where I can sit down and think about my week. And now I'm also you know, responsible for team members and communicating with them better than I have been in the past and building systems in my business. Also a podcast for another day. But the good news is that once you start this process, you ultimately get the momentum going on your side and it becomes easier. So there's a little bit of Um, Is it sloughing through? I'm like seeing the word spelled in front of me, slogging through the process of really figuring out where am I? What do I want? Where am I going? How do I think I'm going to get there? What's the first next step, even if I don't have all the other steps filled in? Like literally, what's the vision for my life? That's in essence, what planning is. Otherwise, we're just crossing off a bunch of tasks on a to-do list and getting to the end of the year and wondering where the time went. And that's just not okay with me in, in any way, shape, or form anymore. Now I know where I'm going, why I want to go there. And I have a loose plan plus a whole lot of faith and trust as to how I'm going to get there. And I also have the right to change course at any time But because I know where I'm going, that's also a lot easier. So for me to sit down and plan my week is much easier because I have a plan for the quarter, I have a plan for the months, and I have a plan for the year, a looser plan. So let me talk to you about my non-negotiables in the paper planner, and then I'll share with you my favorite digital tools. So here's the thing that I've noticed about paper planners. They're getting too complex, meaning I just want the basics. I think we've lost sight because we have so much available to us and we can basically accomplish any variety of 
well, we can go any variety of directions with what we want to create today. It's quite phenomenal. And I'm sure that you have noticed this also in the digital space where you kind of think to yourself, do I really need all these features? It's super cool that you gave them to me and you're updating them every single week of the year. That's incredible. But now I'm just overloaded by the features you've given me. So I'm starting to look at my life through the lens of, whoa, if all of this is very complex around me, then how can I, within my own environment and the tools I'm choosing to use, keep it simple? More is not always better. Sometimes more is just more. And we really are coming to understand that less is more. Uh, Quality, simple quality, less better. I think it's better. Do a couple things really well instead of try to be the whole everything for everyone, right? The theory is on software, especially if you're trying to be what other people specialize in all in one software program, you're probably not doing any of it very well. And I feel that that is similar to us and what we design and what we create you can grow into a bigger business with more products or more arms to your business or areas, but but you're going to grow into that. You're not going to start that way. And then as you go, you really might want to ask yourself if you want to do that because I'm telling you, simplicity is where it's at. <laughs> it's just my feeling. You may disagree. I totally respect that, but I have yet to meet someone who has said to me, please give me something that is more complex and has more areas for me to get lost, overwhelmed, and or have things break or be confusing. So these are my non-negotiables, and that would be, let's just break it down. I need to see the year. Then I need to see the year in quarters. I've tried this like a year planner, you know, with months and weeks. And then there are a lot of these quarterly planners are really popular where you can go in depth. And what I realize is I don't use them. It's one too many. If I'm keeping digital and I'm keeping paper, which is my plan that I'm sticking with, basically one main digital tool, I'm kind of working between two right now, and one main paper, I'm good. But if I am now then keeping a quarterly journal on top of that, I just feel like it's one too many. So how, as much as I appreciate it, and I was very excited about this concept, I also believe in quarterly planning. So how can I create something that will have a quarterly planning option in it, but I don't need a separate quarterly planner? So that means that the planner needs to be a certain size, but based upon my experience from my early, earlier story about carrying around a book, I will not force you or me to carry a weighted book. No, but it will have to be bigger because I also realize the smaller sizes, I personally feel, um, boxed in. I feel boxed in. They feel too small for me. I like a little bit bigger page. So that would put me in the eight and a half by 11 size. And I like to then have it broken down into the month and the week and love the whole no date option. 
because I know the philosophy. Certainly, if you sell an annual planner, then if someone likes your planner, they're getting one every year. However, if they don't like your planner, you have a whole pile of a year that you can never use again. And the truth is, I've been using one that doesn't have any dates, and I've still been buying it every year around the same time. But if I miss a week or two, I don't feel like I've wasted pages. I can just pick up where I left off and I don't need to have a book full of dates already added. Of course, the one slight drawback to that is that you are responsible for filling them in. However, this is the really fun part for the artist. Even if you may not consider yourself an artist or allow yourself access to that beautiful inner artist that I believe we all have, this is your chance to have a lot of fun with markers and colors. And I love to make all the dates different colors. I just go to town in my planner. And if you are of an art journaling nature, I can only imagine how much fun you can have with this. So naturally for a creative planner, leaving room that an artist can add some of their own elements is really wonderful. Which brings me to adding your elements. Oh, on the week plan, I also want enough room to write my task lists. And I also love to have a place for notes, just in general notes. That's where having a little bit bigger planner is also nice. I have taken them to conferences with me and taken notes there. And having some blank pages for us who are artists who want to sketch. And then there are notebooks that have prompts. And the ones that I tend to like is gratitude because I think every one of us could benefit from the reminder of just at the beginning or the end of the day or the week, just taking a moment, ideally every day, of noting what you feel grateful for, what you appreciate, and you know what's worked well. And then I also would like to envision a place that puts creativity as a priority and as a reminder. And I really haven't seen that in the journals that I've collected. I'm not a big habit tracker because the more that I learn about the brain, good luck with the habits if you're not also addressing your beliefs around the habit, um, your identity, the person you currently are based upon your past experiences. There's a lot of depth there. And if I wasn't accomplishing that habit, I would not like that reminder every day. So also putting reminders in that you feel like, oh, well, now I'm just not doing that. I don't want to open this planner and then be reminded that I haven't done this thing again. So that's also in favor of simplicity and not overcomplicating it because Sometimes it's enough just to keep your lists, your thoughts, your ideas, your notes in one place. 
your daily, right? If you're taking a course, you probably have a whole separate notebook. You'll probably have a separate sketchbook. I mean, what am I saying? We probably have between four and five different ways of capturing our life and our ideas. Maybe I can make one big enough. It's it's doubles as a sketchbook as well. But I like having a place just for art and a place for planning that can also have a little bit of art. I'm cool with that. And what I've noticed, though, is, again, because we can add bells and whistles, because people are craving that, because we're coming to understandings about how our brains work and, and how we can support ourselves in accomplishing more and, and, and crossing those tasks off the to-do list, I find that we're just overcomplicating a planner. And I am intent on creating one that feels simple to me, but then serves the overall purpose without adding too many features that just honestly feel like one more thing for me to do in a journal because, or a planner. I'm the kind of person that if it's there, I want to fill it out. And if I don't fill it out, it weighs on me. Does that make any sense? So I don't want too many prompts. I don't want to be reminded of all the rituals I need that day because I saw something beautiful on social media. And that was, I know about meditation. I know about making art. I know about gratitude. I know about, you know, keeping a plan, whatever that is for you. And I doing exercise. I like to wake up. This was um, someone's post that said, I like to wake up and just feel what feels right for me. I don't necessarily believe in the rigidity of this same set of tasks every day. Certain tasks, yes, maybe. It depends on you, what works for you. So how can I create something for you that will really support Support your own freedom of choice within that plan rather than really suggest to you that you must have this morning ritual. You must have this daily ritual minus the couple of ideas that I have that I would just like for me personally that I know add so much, but hopefully would not overcomplicate it. But I'm in the process of making those decisions now. So I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM, drop me a note, let me know what you love, what, you know, ultimately, just like everything I create, I want this to be a space where you open up that planner and you feel good. I don't always know how that happens but we all have objects, we all have social media accounts, we all have software platforms, we all surround ourselves with items, objects, books, information on many different levels that feels good to us and sometimes it just doesn't. And I don't know exactly what that is, but I want as much in my life as possible to have that feeling, that good feeling to me. And it's personal. I'm sure that you have your own set point or your own intuition around what that is for you. But I want this planner to feel really good for me and for you. And so I'm giving a lot of thought to as to how to do that to be more of a container 
for you rather than a directory of what I think you need to add to your life. Minus creativity though, that's just going to have to come with mine because it's been part of my mission from day one and I just think it brings so much joy. So I will definitely find a way of encouraging that for you. But it's been in the works for a while and I'm also a little contemplative, like reflective as to what I want the cover to be. Do I want to include characters or do I not? Simplicity, yet the signature that is me and the the creatures that bring so much joy. I have to think about it. So definitely let me know sooner rather than later. And If all goes as planned, but I have allowed myself flexibility on this, it's okay because there won't be any dates, but I will be releasing this planner on our small studio Sunday, which is November 28th, the Thanksgiving holiday weekend here in the U.S., and save the date for that because we're having our second official small studio Sunday event. I'm super excited. We have a number of artists who are joining us for the second time and new members and artists who are joining us. So it's going to be a really wonderful event. It was so much fun last time. So I can't wait to see you there. And I look forward to hearing your thoughts on the planner. And before I sign off, and I am happy to talk more about these in depth as well, but my favorite digital tools started with Trello I believe there's a free version of all of these and it moved into Airtable, but I still use Trello for a number of tasks, more personal than business. So I think it's a great list making tool and you can absolutely access it and Airtable from your phone. But those are my two favorites. And then I am trying to not do as much in my Apple Notes, but I definitely use Apple Notes a lot. So probably my life looks like this. A paper planner, a paper sketchbook, Trello, Airtable, my Apple Notes, then random sticky notes when I don't have my tools nearby. How is that even possible? But you know, sometimes you're just at your desk. I love sticky notes. But then the cool thing with sticky notes and when you have a planner that's big enough is I take them off. Well, I unstick them, pull them off the pad and I can stick them in the planner. So I don't need to copy it again. Well, sometimes I'm also in the kitchen listening to podcasts, cooking at the same time. And the writing instrument we have nearby in that moment is a sticky note and a pen. So I've ended up with these really golden nuggets from different podcasts and I end up sticking them in my planners. Then what's really fun is that I have a library of planners. So I only recently came back to the paper planner after abandoning it for many years after that book I carried around. I only came back to it, I think, in 2014, 2015. And I have to say that part of the reason I did is because such cool, creative people were coming up with the most beautiful planners. I mean, now I could just collect planners. There are wonderful planners out there. 
created by wonderful people. A lot of artists have made them or at least contributed their art to the cover. So I really encourage you to find one that just makes you feel that good when you pick it up and you'll know and it will just you'll get excited to grab it and sit down and think about your week and reflect and maybe sketch a little bit of art in there too. And you'll just breathe a sigh of relief, feeling a sense of peace that comes when you have a little bit of clarity. And then you just leave room for the unexpected because that's just life. That, that will happen, but you'll have room for that because you'll have a plan and you'll have beautiful markers or your favorite pen. Maybe it's a fountain pen that you can keep notes on all of this with. And lastly, I absolutely also have did I mention the sketchbook? Yes, paper. And then I also have the iPad. So it's a few things. <laughs> there may be a way to simplify all of it, but it all fits in a backpack. And that's good. <laughs> that's good. Maybe even less than a backpack. Maybe even my new basket I got in Santa Fe, which I often do in a bi-level house. I put things in these baskets if you saw my post on Santa Fe on Instagram, I have this beautiful handmade basket by Derek in Ghana by the 10 by 3 org, 3.org. It's a nonprofit organization that supports artisans to actually get out of poverty through entrepreneurial ventures of making these incredible baskets. And they are the best ever. I adore this basket. And I will put papers and I'll just put everything in there and then I just carry it around with me carry it outside and it's all then then we just have one thing that contains all the other things we're getting there it's a it's a work in progress and you like me if you're really into this whole planning thing and want to up level it stay in touch because we're going to have the profitable artist planning challenge coming in January and you can also grab the Successful Artist Plan at creativethursday.com or successfulartistplan.com and get inspired there. But allow yourself the opportunity to try and experiment and use different planners, different tools, different pens. I would have never guessed that it would be a multi-year process of exploring what's available to me because I just now realized I also have Google Calendar. I do. I do. I do. All of it kind of works together. Right now, you're probably like, you lost me, Marisa. You have too many plans. It just kind of has to because sometimes I'm in programs and then the Google Calendar gets added to my calendar and I make my own for my own programs. So it is an important tool. I imagine you're going to have to have at least one digital, one paper, maybe a couple digital, couple paper. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. But, you know, it's still a process of refining it to a place where let's keep it as simple as possible and let's experiment until we find what works best for us. I think ultimately that's the goal, right? Take in the information, take what works for you, leave what doesn't. Pick the planning books that work for you. Pick pieces from them. And just remember to follow your intuition around all of this. But use a pen and paper. No? 
Still my favorite. I love it. Well, thank you for listening to my my planning talk today. And let me know what your favorites are. I certainly will continue to talk about this because I've gotten some notes from you and I know I know that you would like to know more about how I figure out what to do next. In fact, that was a question that just came up in the expansive artists. And so I definitely will be talking to you about how to pick from your list and prioritize because we can make lists till the cows come home, right? But what do we actually start with? So stay tuned, more to come and have a beautiful creative and planning week. And until next time, friends, thank you for listening. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.